This is the Final Whistle podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team. The final score, Wrexham 1, Woking 0. A game in which Wrexham played some good stuff in the first half and assured he had the right stuff in the second half. One change for the Wrexham team, Paul Mullen having recovered from that knee injury, coming back in up front, replacing Dior Angus. And the first half was very impressive by Wrexham. In fact, the one concern about it, really, and I guess maybe it's a theme at the start of this season, is that considering how much we've been putting uh, the, our players into good positions, we maybe haven't scored as many goals as we ought to have done. But with good strikers, who are already off the mark, that surely will come. To be fair to Woking, who were outstanding last weekend when they battered Torquay 4-0 at Plainmore, they played well in the first half, but were forced back and were pulled around at the back in defence by Wrexham's movement and pace going forwards. They did have a first opportunity of the match, though, because in the first 20 minutes, they certainly looked at metres toe-to-toe. A good ball down the right channel. And the constantly threatening Tavon Campbell was racing into a one-on-one against Leighton. But Harry Lennon showed terrific recovery speed to get back in and make a sliding tackle to put the ball behind for a corner. Superb defending by him. And in all honesty, there wasn't much more in terms of threat on Leighton's goal for the rest of the half. Wrexham started to open up chances, uh, firstly from a, a poor goal kick by Ross, which was intercepted by Hyde. He poked the ball forwards intuitively and intelligently. Mullen broke down a left channel, pulled the ball back to the edge of the area, where Young hit a shot, which was saved by the foot of Ross. Young didn't really get hold of the shot, in all honesty, and put it too central. But it was a good opening opportunity. From the corner, the ball was swung in. Partially headed clear. I've got to be honest, from my angle, I thought that Young, as he attacked it to head back in the goal mouth, had his shirt pulled back in the penalty area. To be fair, not many appeals for that, though. And when he did manage to put the ball in, it ricocheted away. Mullin tried an ambitious overhead kick and put it well over the bar. All this coming in the first 10 minutes, as was the best move of the match. Wrexham playing some one-touch stuff in their own half, and then Young opening the pitch up with a glorious switch in behind the right wing-back to send Jamie Record down the left. Record opted to play it in first time. He had three players unmarked coming in at the far post, and, well, Jones managed to get to it, but the angle wasn't kind for him. He took a shot. From a tight angle, Ross managed to put the ball away again with his foot. Uh, A missed opportunity for Wrexham. From the resulting corner, again, another one where Wrexham had asked for a penalty. The ball swept in. Hyde managed to get ahead on it. His marker appeared to have a handful of shirts, but the referee was not interested. Then, another little incident. Now, I've already said about shirt tugging and things like that. Um, It's got to be said, I think Woking are a good team, and I think that's why this is such a good result. They have a cynical side, and it certainly came out in this match. There was a lot of off-the-ball stuff, a lot of bumping and boring, a lot of shirt-tugging. And, as I said, there were two that led to you know, half-hearted penalty shouts, I'll be say. This one was more a case of VAR would have held Wrexham out. Uh, the ball's fed over to the right-hand side. Mullen was sprinting into the box to try and get there ahead of the centre-backs. But before the cross came in, Tom Champion, the right-sided centre-back, just came across and kicked him in the D. Um, that's the part of the pitch, not part of the person. That's not a euphemism. <laughs> he, uh, it, was, it was one of those. Referee didn't see it. Linesman didn't see it. It was miles off the ball. Fair enough. If there was VAR, 
it might well have been the red cards, to be honest. It was just outside the box, and so nothing came of it. But Wrexham was starting to get a little bit riled by that. However, they continued to create. James Jones and Tyler French have carved out a nice little understanding on the right-hand side. French's back heel sent Jones around the back of the fence. He pulled it back perfectly for record and cut in from the left flank and around the penalty spot. I'm afraid he took a, a wild swing at it with his weaker right foot and put it a long way over. What a shame it fell onto his wrong foot. Rexman has another penalty shout. This one was spurious though. Hyde picking the ball up down the left channel, running at Lofthouse, who, for my money, made an absolutely terrific tackle. The key moment there, though, those toes pass over the top, an excellent pass that sent Hyde running at the exposed defender. And Rexham's distribution from the back, once again, was crucial. Early forward passing from the back, putting the opposition under pressure. There was another opportunity. This one fell to Toza. A corner to the near post by Davis and Toza in a crowd I think it's unsighted really he made contact with it six yards out but not good contact he had to stretch a little bit I think he saw it late and he tried to head it downwards and did that rather than get direction and put it wide soon after that the game just started to drift a bit that opening 20 minute spell Toza's chance coming in the 20th minute Wrexham really had a high tempo, played a lot of good fast forward passing and sliced through Woking's defence, but weren't able to exploit the, the space that they were finding in the attacking third. Woking started to get a bit tighter to their men, started to fight a bit more, the game got a bit niggly, and the chances pretty much dried up for the rest of the match with one or two exceptions. Walking at another, well, should we call it a half chance, quarter chance, just before the half hour, when a ball was cleared to Rowan Ince, 25 yards out, but off balance, he tried to shoot and sliced it a long way around the right post. And then we had to wait another quarter of an hour for anything else to happen in either goal mouth, but it was a decisive goal. And again, it was a consequence of that good passing out from the back. Hayden with an excellent pass in behind the walking defence, sending Mulling away down the right-hand side. He likes running down those channels and up against the back three. He just loves running them round the sides and getting round the back. On this occasion, he was very calm. He cut inside, weighed up whether he could have a shot, decided not to, waited and then dinked a lovely little ball across the six-yard box to Jordan Davis. There wasn't a lot of power on it, but Davis had a clear sight of goal, headed it back across Ross and into the net and Wrexham had the lead with four minutes to go before the break and had a chance to uh, double it as well when a toes a long throw allowed Wrexham to box walking in, it bounced around the box for a little bit and in the end Jones hit it from the edge of the area into the crowded goal mouth where his shot was blocked and scrambled clear second half was the same as the last 20 of the first half. Like I said, a lot, of, a lot of spoiling tactics, a lot of scrapping. There was very little fluency from Wrexham. But having said that, and has been quite a bit of sort of media comments, really being very critical of Wrexham in the second half. I've got to say, this was Wrexham up against a good side who are big, physical, and trying to make it difficult for us. And we dug in and made sure we got the points. Uh, to me, I think anybody in football would applaud that. So... Wrexham again with the side making the chances such as they were. Davis corner led to another goal mouse scramble. The ball sticking in the six-yard box. Hayden trying to force the ball in, but there were bodies on the floor. Couldn't manage it. In the end, it broke back to Tyler French on the left side of the box. He did really well, cutting it onto his right and hitting a curler from the corner of the box that wasn't too far off the top corner. A good effort by him. 
frustratingly for Wrexham, 10 minutes into the half, they lost a player to injury, and it was Jordan Davis as well, the goal scorer. Davis had needed treatment in the first half. He was getting knocked around a bit, and in the end, he just couldn't carry on. David Jones came on for a brief cameo, shall we say. More of that soon. And it continues to be Wrexham who are making the chances. Wrexham midfield moving the ball around effectively and quickly. Jones settled in comfortably. The wing-backs are playing high up the pitch. Walking start a threat. <coughs> There's a pardon. On the breakaway, uh, especially Campbell, the ex-Wrexham winger on the other side, Jordan Maguire, Drew was coming in and trying to prompt, wasn't quite picking his men out as well as he'd have liked to, but Campbell's pace running down the channels certainly was a major threat, as was the energy in midfield of Ince and Wabuki. But Wrexham with the side, like I said, making opportunities. Free kick on the halfway line, left-hand side, cutely done by Young. Once everybody was ready for the ball in the box, he fed a nice disguised ball down the left-hand side. Mullen ran on the back of the defence, cut onto his right foot and drove the ball across the face of goal. Nobody could quite get a touch onto that. Then it was a free kick on the right-hand side, about 10 yards out from the touchline. Young and David Jones over it. David Jones hooking a wicked delivery across the goal, cleared by the man on the far post. I think he would be entitled to ask, why wasn't someone attacking that? Because unlike Mullins, which was struck quite hard and maybe was difficult to attack, this one was just looped beautifully into the sort of tap-in area that you would hope for. Jones, unfortunately, having been looked decent for 20 minutes, would have an unhappy ending, though. 75th minute. Well, it all started the minute before that, actually. Wrexham caught on the break. Jones doing what he had to do. Fouled his man, Maguire Drew, before he could get into a really good position and took yellow for the team. It was routine, correct decision. The free kick play in the box. There was a header, which was comfortably saved by Linton. Wrexham looked to play it out from the back. There was a poor ball out from the back, and Jones lunged in and, again, caught his man. It was a yellow card. There's no two ways about it. And Jones was on his way. Wrexham, having to play the last 15 minutes in a very fractious atmosphere with only 10 men. I must say, until the added time began, Wrexham handled it very well, I thought. In fact, it was Wrexham who, you know, had a bit more threat. We, for a while, still left uh, two men up front. Soon that changed. McAlinden coming on for Mullen. And McAlinden played a very sparky role on the counter-attack. And Wrexham was still looking to push on. There was a chance for Woking after a, a, a strange little period of play. French keeping the ball in by his own corner flag and then looping it out. A rather strange little lobbed pass into his own penalty area, almost like a cross. Hayden got there, or seemed to, and then maybe wanted to make it on the full and didn't. He, he misjudged the ball completely and it bounced over him. A really peculiar mistake. And the substitute any Effion got there, but from a very tight angle, drilled the ball wide. As we went into added time, Wrexham were looking pretty comfortable with a superb crowd backing them up and had an opportunity. McAlinden picking up the ball from Hyde, running one-on-one -on -one against the goalkeeper down the right channel. I think he should have shot, to be honest with you. He tried to be unselfish and square it for Hyde. A defender lunging just managed to get in to stop Hyde and the tap-in. In doing so, the defender 
put the ball on target and Ross had to block the ball with his body. It spanned loose, a 50-50 between Champion and James Jones and Jones just arrived second and, and conceded a free kick. But then with two minutes left, I beg your pardon, with two minutes of the five added minutes played came the big Woking moment. Now Woking got angrier and angrier. The manager had been booked, four of their players had been booked. There was a lot of like I said, physical stuff. There was a heck of a lot of dissent. And it's got to be said that the referee was not great. And for both sides. I mean, there were a lot of decisions that he gave that really looked incorrect in both directions. Um, but this was the big one. A ball coming in from the left-hand side. Wrexham failed to deal with it and it bounced through to Maguire. Drew looked certain to score six yards out. A magnificent save by Linton. The first time he was really forced to do anything uh, in anger. Uh, spread himself and made a brilliant save. The ball ricocheted back into the goal mouth. Where Luke Young, determined to win it, steamed in. Maguire drew, turned back and tried to retrieve the ball. They both lunged in hard. And Maguire drew got the first touch and nudged the ball away. Young lunged in. Maguire drew went down and stayed down. The ref didn't give the penalty. I think it's a penalty. I've got to be honest. Looking at it, I don't know if you. I don't think Young made as much contact as Magadri made out. Certainly don't think that. I certainly think Young's going for the ball, but Magadri gets there first. Um, Young dives sort of across the front of him more than at him. So if he does clip him, he's probably clipping just the toe that pushed it, the ball away. So whether the referee just thought that's not enough contact really to warrant it, he did catch him, but not enough. Maybe that's what he did. Anyway, Woking will live it. Like I said, they've been boiling more and more as the game went on. There was a hell of a lot of dissent. The referee getting mobbed, not for the first or last time. Uh, on the side of the pitch, meanwhile, the Woking skipper, Casey, sprinted 10 yards to scream in the face of the fourth official before running almost the width of the pitch to get across to the referee to do likewise. It was not an attractive sight. It didn't reflect well on them, in all honesty, and it got them nowhere. Wrexham, indeed, could have got a goal in the fifth minute of added time. Hyde holding the ball up well, doing really well to win a free kick. Uh, a throw-in, beg your pardon, and then opting to take it quickly because McAlinden had been alert and rushed in behind the defence when they'd all pushed too far up a goal, trying to commit for to commit themselves forward for an injury time equaliser. Hyde's throw, though, wasn't quite right and McAlinden couldn't reach it and as a result, uh, Woking were able to come forward and put one last ball into the box, which Wrexham dealt with and the final whistle went. But it was a fractious, hard-earned win and an important one, although I think Wrexham got to a good start this season. I think one win in the first five, even though the general play's been good, would have been a bit of a disappointment. This puts a different spin on things completely. As for the individual performances, well, Leighton, essentially what I just said. Nothing to do, and then made a massive save in the 92nd minute. Brilliant work by him. Across the back, I thought Hayden had a, not his usual standards did some very good things he's he's such a physical beast of a player but he made a couple of misjudgments and also had a rather peculiar moment in added time where he chipped the ball past his man and looked to run onto it I understood what he was trying to do there but it was really obvious he couldn't make it and he kept going and left a big gap at the back and it could have been punished so decision making there not great but 
solid enough with a couple of flaky moments, I think is probably how to describe it. But Toza looked solid again in the centre of defence. And then on the left-hand side of the defence, Lennon, who we know is someone we're trying to bring through to full fitness, I think gave a good demonstration again of why Parkinson wants to do that and, and get him back and, and running at 100% because his pace was excellent. He got through the 90 minutes, which was fantastic, and his recovery speed, as I said, in the second minute and throughout. And he made a really good tackle with the last kick of the game just to make sure there wasn't one final opportunity. No, I, I like Lennon. He looks like a, a quality centre-back and he can play the ball out well. He did well. The wing-backs are very good. I thought French got up the pitch really well, and especially in the opening stages when Wrexham were creating, his links with Jones were really looking good. A nice combination developing there. Record was our man of the match in the commentary team. Very prominent up and down the left-hand side, battling away, engaging, walking high up the pitch, uh, really solid defensively as well. Good all-round performance by him. In the centre of midfield, Young, Again, sound, a little lucky with that challenge at the end, but, you know, the skipper hurling himself in to try and save matters, quite right. He made as well uh, that glorious pass to send record down the left-hand side for the chance in the first half, which was top draw, absolutely top draw. James Jones continues to impress, energetic, working up and down, that partnership with French, as I said, and he's always a bit of a threat, trying to get round the sides or, or having a pop from the edge of the area. That first goal feels like it's coming. And then also midfield, Jordan Davis, who had to go off early injured, but drove things forward again very well. Took his goal well, showed a bit of quality. <laughs> the one surprise with him was he got two good positions from about 25 yards to shoot and didn't get hold of Ivan. That's not like him, is it? And then up front, uh, Mullen, in and out of the game, but when he was in the game, lively. And considering he's carrying a bit of a knock, that was a very pleasing uh, bit of work. Good shift by him. Good assist as well. And he did put in other dangerous balls. Chances didn't quite fall for him. Uh, he had a shot right at the end of the first half, which went too straight. But that was from a good 25 yards out. But opportunities didn't really fall his way. And I was impressed by Hyde, who did a really good, strong target man's role. Held the ball up very well. He took a physical battering from the three big centre-backs of Woking. And he did a, a sound job. So, a pleasing result. A fighting win in the end. But, you know, you need those if you're going to win the league with the final score of Wrexham 1, Woking nil. I'm Mark Griffiths from Wrexham AFC. This is the Final Whistle Podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team.